Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to episode six of a random MLB podcast. Six. Today's an even... Well, thank you, Greg. Today's an even better day because do you know what today is? It's What's a very that? special birthday. We have a very special birthday in the house. It's Matt Chapman, future 2021 AL MVP. He's starting the campaign today on his birthday. MLB Network actually trashed him today. They did, happy birthday, Matt Chapman. And then Mark DeRosa went on a five-minute tangent about what was wrong with his swing this season. So you know what, Mark DeRosa? I don't think that's necessary. The last time I checked, this was a random MLB podcast and not a random Matt Chapman podcast. Because I feel like this is the third podcast in a row we've opened the show or talked about Matt Chapman in some capacity. We've probably talked about Matt Chapman on every single podcast, and I will continue to do that until this podcast yeah, dies. Because I'm the ma- president of the Matt Chapman underrepresented fan. What is it? Underrepresented Oakland Excuse Athletics Excuse me, Gregory. I think you're, if you're trying to name me by my title, it's president of the Matt Chapman fan club for people who are not fans of the Oakland A's. It's a very short title, so I don't really know why... You would mess that up. And Matt, if, Matt you, if you're listening, uh, we want you to read between the lines. Please come on the show. Um, yeah, Matt Chapman, yeah, this is what this is all leading up to. I, I keep adding you on Instagram, so please just come on the show. <laughs> Regardless, today's an even better day because as anyone who listened to last week's podcast can tell you, by the end of the podcast, we started getting into some trade beef in our fantasy league. Uh, I called out Greg's trade. Greg walked off. And then Josh... Kind of started a little banter with uh, one of our league mates, Rob. He just started trashing him about a trade that they made. So much so that uh, we actually have Rob joining us today on the podcast. Rob, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy to be here. Yeah, see. And so Rob has come to defend himself, his team, and his trade. And Josh, how are Josh is just sitting there with like a little scowl on. Josh, how are you doing? Rob, I would just like to say everything you do say is under oath. So I would like you to be truthful and be fair in all your comments. And we do have. <laughs> well, I plan to read the text directly. So. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't know we were. Oh, he brought the evidence. Screenshots to the group. I he had brought the, rece- he I, brought I, the receipts. <laughs> Josh, Rob is like, a, Rob's like an ex girlfriend. He's ready to go. <laughs> no one comes out the sponge. If they don't plan to get wet. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> just to break it down a little bit. Uh, so, what happened here was last week before, I think, I think it was right before I had made a trade with Rob. So, I actually should thank Josh because I think the bitterness from his negotiations from Josh uh, turned into a deal for me. Josh and Rob were negotiating a trade. And I could have some of the names wrong, but I'm pretty sure it involved Giancarlo Gary Sanchez and Blake Snell. I believe those were at least three of the people in it, or as Josh would say, three of the horses in that race. Yes, you are correct, sir. Your honor, you're correct. Thank you. So uh, I believe that was the issue. And Josh was, uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, I'll let you guys take it. Rob, do you have any thoughts, opening thoughts? Well, first of all, I just want to say, Josh kind of made it seem like I was just being a jerk in my trades. I know he's a big Yankees fan. I got to see how much he loves the Yanks. I have a couple Yankees on my team. I threw an offer. I didn't expect him to say yes to the Grom. There's a classic um, marketing thing called door in the face. That's kind of what I was going with because I wanted I wanted the Snellzilla. That's who I was going for. So I was hoping by offering something for the Grom, him saying no, it opened the door for Snell. But uh, it did not. It turned into bitterness. Well, thank you for sharing that, Rob. Thank you for sharing that. You know. What I felt that was happening was you tried to offer these two less than par players. I mean, let's be honest, Gary Sanchez just got benched finally. He should have got benched last year, but he just finally got benched. He got benched twice then because I benched him myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, 
the boonie and he got the raw bench. Man, that's tough. But Way to over-evaluate your players. <laughs> Fun fact, the last time Rob benched the Yankee was this weekend when he benched Giancarlo, and Giancarlo hit two home runs that night. So, El Gary, buy El Gary stock as quickly as you can. <laughs> it's very upsetting. I benched Stanton, and those two home runs, I would have won that category. So, you win some, you lose some. So, well, let's get back to it then. So, Rob was trying to yeah, get... Get back to it, Josh. Rob was trying to give me away Mike Stanton... And Gary Sanchez for Blake Snell or Zach Allen, or he threw it in there. I think he flirted with it. Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, the first trade had Jacob DeGrom. If you look at our text messages, because I went straight off the bat after I sent the trade because I didn't talk to him prior. I went, I sent you a trade. I'll toss you $10 on top of it. Josh was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then a couple hours pass. Um, Josh goes, I'll respectfully held to the no, which I responded with, that is what I expected. I was planning the rejection, but Josh makes it seem like I was just trying to pull some fast ones. I was just getting my feet wet. I had to see what the trade market was like, you know, especially when um, I trust you guys for all my baseball needs. This is the number one podcast, and Greg keeps saying Stan's a dark host MVP. So I figure he had some value. So, so my, that is a true statement. I still again. stand by my statement. I think Joe Carlos Stan, if healthy, will hit 75 home runs this year. And he will Joe be the is healthy. Where but, uh, are the 75 home runs? I don't know. He has like four. He has five. He has five. Like actually, he's six. I think he's at six. Yeah. yeah. So. So, why did, so why didn't you trade him with Rob then? I mean, with Greg then, Rob? I tried. He tried. Uh, I did. He tried many times. <laughs> he offered me. He yeah, offered every me single a, trade I sent Greg has him. I, it's not, there's nothing like getting a Rob drop-in text on a nice, cool Saturday evening in Philadelphia. <laughs> pulling out my phone and seeing... Kershaw for Stanton? Question mark. And well, he said he was an MVP. He he will. ESPN be. said Kershaw was low. <laughs> now he will be, and we've all made our fair share of questionable trade offers. Let's not mince words. Uh, but Gary Sanchez, if I see his name one more time in a trade proposal, I might I might throw up. So so I think I think I have to appeal then to the courts, you know, or to the to the uh, to the jurors that there seems to be a pattern here that's going on where. A Gary Sanchez and or Mike Stanton are kind of just thrown out there and you're just kind of waiting for someone to slip up, you know, waiting for me to hit the button by accident to accept the trade. I mean, I put them on the block. Well, it's so here's blunt. the question. Josh, it seems like you want morals from the people you're trading with, which if you're asking me or ethics would be probably the better term. And I would not expect that from anyone that you, you trade with. Uh, and two, Josh, again, I don't want to bring up old, la- uh, dirty laundry, but again, I was, I feel like when I offered you a simple trade of, uh, I forget even the deal. And then you just asked for throw-ins of Dom Smith and Randy Rosarena, just randomly asked for them as a throw-in. I feel like that was, uh, you waiting to see if I would slip up. I was, no, I was trying to get value back in return for one of the greatest, with the best pitchers in the league right now. You were giving me some. Zach Gallon is not one of the best pitchers in the league right now. What do you? No, no. <laughs> oh, that was with Zach Gallon. I forgot about that What are you talking one. about? I, I, I was asking I, I for Zach Gallon and John. I, I, means can i get john means mother on this podcast to compliment him as well because i don't think she would do as good of a job what the hell was that i mean hey I, I i ride for my guys you know they're on my team they're part of the crew they're part of the corporation now of a rod corp so i'm gonna give a little sneak peek today josh ghosted me during some more trade negotiations and uh i was asking for uh I was asking for Kyle Tucker in one deal, and I was like, hey, Kyle Tucker's doing really poorly right now. Like, I'm going to give you a 
better reliever. I was going to give him Louis Trevino for Kevin Biggio, and I'm like, Kyle Tucker's doing really badly, so like, I'm willing to take the risk on him, and then you could take Loris Goriel, who's also doing badly. And Josh has the nerve to tell me I see no value in Lourdes Goriel when he's trading me someone who's hitting 182. And I'm like, wait, what? I feel disrespected. Well, at least Kyle Tucker's got a couple... You know, Knox to him's got a couple decent RBIs. Goriel has no home runs and four RBIs, maybe. I mean, if that, when I looked earlier today. So, I mean, he at least Kyle Tucker's giving something. I mean, at least, at least there's not a zero in the column. <laughs> I will uh, I will stand by my trade offer. But, you know, we'll, it's not we'll about me. It's about Robin but, and Josh. But what I want to get, I think we need to shed light. The way that Greg and I handled our successful trade. That was a very successful trade that happened great. in a matter of, you know, I would say that was what? That was like a half remember. a day. I mean, it was very gentlemanlike. There was a lot of, you know, we sat at the table. We had a nice dinner. We discussed our business and we got up and, you know, we had the deal signed. We had our teams work with each other and the money was wired to our accounts immediately. I don't even think I don't even think there was a dissension in the works. I think. I came to the table with a pretty solid offer. Can I just predict what happened? Did Greg offer the trade? Did Greg offer the trade? Josh said, mm, I don't know. Greg said some more stuff about the trade, and then the trade was accepted. Uh, no, well, I think it was back a back and, and forth. forth. A little bit. He, the reason he didn't answer right away was because he had a he was working or something, and said get you in get you in the morning. Right? We missed the start times for that for that day, so we just made the trade go through the next night. But. Hmm. It was a it was a solid offer and a solid trade. Alex Bregman and Adam Frazier came back you over here. It was a bad trade? I, d- I did. I thought it was a bad trade. But you know what? Again, Rob, you've been trying to poke in. Let me let me let me. Uh... Yeah, this is how you know Josh is lying when he said Greg was in a good trade. <laughs> I've been in two leagues with Greg. No trade has been wow. Like oh, pretty even trade. They've all been who's trying to screw who? <laughs> Saying I've tried to screw Greg, he's tried to screw me. It's been even, but like. No trade has been like, wow, good trade. So that's how you know Josh is Fantasy wild. football and fantasy baseball are two very different games, my friend. I remember at the beginning of the fantasy football season, this is just to give our listeners a, a view of Greg as a negotiator. I remember Greg sent me a five-team trade. And uh, I hope my I hope our good friend Ricardo is not listening because uh, Greg is offering me trade. I'm like, dude, Ricardo is getting really screwed in this deal. And Greg responded with, so let's screw Ricardo. And I'm like, no, all right. Uh, okay. That's, that's wild. And I'm like, it's a 20-team league. you got to be cutthroat. Ricardo cut throat, didn't you know? say yes. Baseball's more relaxed. But football, every week is win or lose. Like, do or die. you got to get your best players on the field. I got to shoot my shot out there. 20 team league, a lot of action going around. You know, uh, Tommy made some questionable trades as well, too. So let's not pretend that and Tommy also brought home the bag. So no big deal. Can we get back to the text? Yeah, get back to the Josh, when you reject a trade, can you just say no? Because you gave me the most indirect no I've ever gotten. <laughs> I was like, do you stand Sanchez get me anywhere with that in reference to Snell? Just asking. And you go, you selling me the ugly girl I already got. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, you went, however, sadly, I have no girl. So ugly, given my situation, is good. That's the most confusing no I've ever gotten. I've been rejected before, and I've been clearer than that. God. <laughs> I, I don't even think there's a defense there, Josh. I <laughs> 
Josh is going into his whole life story back then. I don't think any of that was necessary. Because the second text kind of like, maybe it will work. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm going to get snow. That's awesome. Another picture in the arsenal. And then you just said nothing. It was very confusing. You know, I I had to... I had to leave the door open in case you wanted to throw somebody else big in there. You know, say you were really desperate for the trade. You wanted to throw in, you know, a I mean, big my player. rotation is better than yours, so I didn't really need it. I just wanted Ooh. to. I was adding for okay. fun. Ooh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, okay. Who's, I mean, killing the game on different levels. I have Cole, Bauer, and uh, Scheiser. Sure, sir. Just messing around. <laughs> <Scheiser. fun>. Whatever. <laughs> the tra- He's so good, you don't even know his name. <laughs> the 70-year-old trade piece. Uh, I have Zach Allen. I have Devin Williams. I have... What is it with Zach Allen with you, man? Yeah, what is it's not with Zach Allen? Good. Good. <laughs> Thank you. List, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Devin Williams' ERA is literally five. You don't right follow. Now. You don't follow Jacob Degrom with my man Zach Gallen on Arizona. I was reading down. You the should list. hear my lineup. It goes Willie Mays, Kaz Matsui. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you disrespect Matsui? I have Dustin May. Okay, he's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> John Means from Greg. I have Kevin Gausman, Blake Snell. And Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns was, should have been the number two person you said there. No, I was just going down how it was listed in my roster right now. I wasn't going in any particular order. I still think my full rotation is better than yours. Could the um, the Insta put a post up or something? Get a vote going? Yeah, Greg, who do you, well, let's do it here, Greg. Who do you think? I have my pick. Um, you know, I got to go with the sponge here. He's making a compelling argument. Yeah, I I have to agree. I think Al Waterman's got this one because I don't know that he's got in uh, to put it in Josh terms. He's got three horses on top. He's got he's got Scherzer, Bauer, and he has. Uh, actually, Cole. I just forgot the third guy. You have Cole. <laughs> Cole. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he does have three. So I feel like that puts him. And then you had Joe Musgrove. You traded him away. Now you have who's your fourth starter there? I have a Rodriguez and Yarborough as the rest of my starting rotation. Don't, and then I have don't a pretty forget Kikuchi relief pitching and Chris core. Archer hanging out in the IL. <laughs> Chris Archer, yeah, he's coming back. Chris Archer is owned in .0001% of leagues, and the 0001 is our league because Rob <laughs> is the only one who still owns Chris Archer stock. Hey, he's on IR. He's just such a good locker room presence. We need him in the dugout. What can I say? <laughs> um, well, I feel like... I don't know. Did you guys get? Did you guys say what you wanted to say, Josh? Was there anything you wanted to say to Rob? Rob, was there anything you wanted to say to Josh? I've shared everything on my heart. I think I think I have closure. <laughs> I do too. I just wanted to make it look like, I, or at least clear the air that I wasn't trying to screw him. I was just feeling the water, trying to open dialogue. It didn't work. But uh, can I just make a f- comment on our trade, Tom? Uh, sure. I didn't know this was I coming. I noticed the poll. Um, I lost by quite a bit. I just want the fans to know now that they've heard my rotation. I had some pitchers to move. I needed some batting. It may not have been the sexiest trade, but it definitely filled needs for the sponge. I don't even know what that poll came in under. Did I win by that much? I, I, I didn't check. Last I checked, it was like 70 to 30. Ooh. It was very alarming, very upsetting. <clears> you know, we do have uh, – I, I do like to say that we have the smartest fans in baseball, so I don't know. I don't know if this will change any of their minds. Questionable poll. Well – I think uh, I think we got out everything we needed to say. Uh, unless Greg, I know you wanted to uh, say your grievances about Razballs.com's trade value valuation tool. Now listen, if I see one more screenshot of a trade, and I know you sent me another trade offer today using the trade evaluator from this random <laughs> Razballs 
website. If I see one more trade offer sent to me with a picture as that as supporting evidence as to why I should take the deal, I'm literally, literally going to leave the league. I'm leaving cold and dry. <laughs> like I, it's it's telling you that players are worth. Um, first of all, it's a- telling you amounts in dollar signs, which I don't even know what that's supposed <laughs> to equate to. Like, oh, this guy's worth twelve dollars. Twelve dollars of what? Like, I don't even know what that means. It seems like it's a pre-draft tool that has made its way to the middle of the season, and now is completely irrelevant. Because players have completely I think, uh, changed their trends already. And I'm getting I, offers where, like, well, you know, Jacob DeGrom is worth, like, $19. So now I'm going to require, like, seven people on your team. Too, actually. Like, I, 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 come on. I think the issue we're having here, and uh, anyone can jump in and tell me I'm wrong other than Greg. I think the issue we have here is that Greg, Greg's favorite types of deals are when he trades little to no value and receives a lot of value. So when, when someone puts a, a tangible figure on what these trades may be, it, it does mess up the strategy. If you look oh, though, at some that. of the trades that I've made, I have run them through that stupid little tool just to satisfy the cronies out there in our league. <laughs> how did, and they are pretty How even. did your trade work out with Josh for the uh, under Razball? I didn't look at it. I don't. I actually didn't look at that one. But like the rest right, of the, them. The, that's what I wanted to bring up. You guys think my trade was bat lopsided? I mean, I think I got decent value. Josh needed. Josh has good pitchers, but as we saw, Zach Gallon is not winning the Cy Young Award this year. So he got quality in Kevin Gossett, who just came off of an eight inning, eleven strikeout performance. He's doing great all year. He's the, he was the big piece for pitching. You might argue that Josh didn't need pitching help, but you know what? His pitching is now solidified across categories, and his batting could take a hit. So I needed bats, so I need to give up one of my great pitchers. Now, I have a surplus of pitching. I have Aaron Nola. I have Kershaw. I have uh, Ryu, who just got hurt, but I have Eflin. You know, I also used to have Kyle Hendricks and Gossman as well. So I needed to get some bats because my batting average is still <laughs> oh, dear hovering around 200. <laughs> so I just, um, I'm going to cut you off because I just threw this trade into Rasball and <laughs> the results were striking. That's, they're so lucky. <laughs> Greg's trading away of Kevin Gossman, Akil Badu, and Gio Urshela, which according to Rasball.com, our good friends at Rasball, the value of those three guys together is $3.90. How is that possible? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I haven't gotten to the best part of this. I haven't gotten to the best part of this, which is Greg receives Adam Frazier and Alex Bregman for a total value of $25.60. Okay. That is more than eight times the value of what What is this money? Away. What does this even mean? What do these dollar to, amounts to go mean? back and evaluate and, and go back, talk to the league a little bit and see how we can redo this trade. You know, we have to I bust this trade. I thought it would trade. be lopsided. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this. This is. What the are the player values for the seen. three guys? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> that's bad. Kevin like a dollar each? $12.60. Gio Rochelle is $4.60. Akil Badu is negative $13.30. Okay, <laughs> Akil Badu was such a good player for the past month. Oh, my God. Negative, negative $13? $13? If you take Why him are you out? arguing in dollar amounts? It doesn't even make sense. Greg, you could take out Akil Badu, and that would still equate to Gio Rochelle and Kevin Gosman, or $16, $17.20. Alex Bregman alone 
is worth $29.50. It's a matter of what you want to trade, though, or what you even need. Like, I don't know. It was a good deal because of the value you put on certain players and the value Josh put on Gossman. I didn't give him nothing. Gio Rochelle is a starting third baseman who's going to be solid all year. He is right now. Consistently hitting around 280. He hit another home run tonight, I'm pretty sure. I think he's hit, like, four home runs for Josh at this point. And then, you know, Akil Badu is going to be good. He's going to play a lot in, in, in Detroit. Like, he got some good pieces back here. It's not a lopsided trade because well, Razball Magoo said that Akil Badu was, like, paying $13 for a beer and a hot dog you know, at Citizens Bank Park. That makes no sense I, uh, to me. I mean, I I'm not. I'm not happy about that news. I mean, we might have to. <laughs> I might have to work behind the scenes with the crew uh, to figure something it's out. Alarming, huh, Josh? It's, it's very alarming. It's very alarming. I, uh, I'm trying to keep my composure. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, I think uh, you know we'll give our good friends at Razbol a minute to compose themselves before they're going to come on in the next segment and defend themselves. <laughs> actually, we're going to replace Rob with the people who run Razbol.com. Josh is going to compose Fun himself. Fact, I actually run it. <laughs> it's, it's Rob again. Rob wearing a <laughs> fake mustache. I run Razbol. Um, but yeah, no, and we're going to give Josh a minute to cool down, and we'll be back in a second. Oh my lord, the value of that is ridiculous. Wait, we're stopping recording? Alright, today's podcast is brought to you by... Okay, obviously we don't have any sponsors and I was lying there, but I want to take a second to plug the guy who makes all of our music, Dustin, and his project, Paste. Follow them on Instagram at PasteBandNJ or find their music on Bandcamp, Spotify, or anywhere you get music from. Great guy, better music, or great music, better guy. It goes either way. Regardless, go support them. Now, back to the pod. And we're back. Thank you again for Rob for joining uh, our podcast tonight. That was not what we're actually going to do tonight. Tonight, we're going to do something fun. Since it's NFL Draft Week, we thought it would be fun to have a draft of our own. But since the season already started... It's hard to come up with an idea for a draft, but I think we have a good one. What we're doing is it's basically a buy or sell draft. We're taking everyone. We're doing a draft on who had the hottest starts to the MLB season. We're each picking three pitchers, three hitters, and two pitchers, and we're doing a snake draft. And we're just going to see who has the best squad, best five-man team at the end of it. We're going to put it up on the poll on the Instagram account, at Stars. You guys can vote on it, and you can tell us who you think has the best one. I don't know if we have any wagers for who gets the best one. Wh- I don't think. I think get. we should let the long ball derby teams battle it out, uh, and this can be more of a celebration uh, of the NFL draft starting tomorrow. And obviously, I'm going to win. <laughs> Fair but, enough. You know, just like my long ball derby boys well, are ramping know, up, the El Paso Toucans are starting to find their groove. So uh, I can't disagree more, but. I think it'll be fun to see that the fans agree with me yet again. Uh, Josh has been silent. He is still reeling from the realization that he traded away Alex Bregman for nothing. So let's randomize <laughs> the draft order. I'm not even going to say anything. You know, we're, we're going to have a, a long discussion after this podcast ends, and we're going we're gonna to work out some things, and we're going to come back <laughs> better next week. All right, so let's if. randomize the draft order, and I'm clicking the button now. Here it goes. All right. I think this might have been the draft order we did last. No, it's a little bit different. It goes Josh, Greg, Tommy. So, Josh, lead us off with the first pick in the buy or sell draft. Beautiful, beautiful. So, I think I want to go with my favorite player in the league, Jacob DeGrom. 
Hey, he's Justin your favorite Spilett. player in the league? No, not really. Uh, but then I was <laughs> feeling a little petty, so I wanted to get him before you could Ooh. get him. So I'm going to Well, thank you. Uh, I think, should we call Rob back on yeah, here? Yeah, I feel like we have a lot to discuss on that point. The Yankee fan Josh over here with his favorite player, Jacob DeGrom, everybody. You know, the, the Mets have a little bit... Well, he has a little bit of a better prospect than Garrett Cole right now. But, you know, I still love Garrett Cole, but I'm going with Jacob DeGrom. That's my first pick. Uh, I mean, it's hard to deny his ERA before tonight is a point three one. I think his, he had a last week. He had a 15 strikeout complete game shutout, which he just dominated. Uh, I don't have the exact stats of what he did tonight as we're recording, but I'm pretty sure, Josh, we were talking about he went six innings, and gave up one unearned run, which is like a bad start for him. And nine strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, yeah so he, and he, I had was a, he had a tough go. Yeah, he, he honestly didn't look as sharp as he usually does, and he still went six innings, struck out nine, and only gave up one unearned run, which is but really nuts. Y'all did lose, so all in all, I guess. It's still a loss overall, but he looked pretty that's good. That's never so when Jacob DeGrom pitches. It never happens. <laughs> it never happens. We were not utilizing him. Well, I, I really can't argue with it because Jacob DeGrom is so leaps and bounds the best pitcher in baseball, so I don't really know if there's even an argument to be had. So I... I Greg, do you have any beef with him going number one? I think you got to pick him high if you're going to go with pitching first. He's the clear-cut answer at pitcher, I would say. So I don't disagree with it, but I would say you could go in multiple directions. Well, I guess that means, Greg, you're happy that Jacob DeGrom was one because that feels it, that sounded to me like you had somebody at number one on your big board that has now fallen to you at number two. I mean – it has to be Trout. Like, I have to go Mike Trout here. Yeah, that's, it, that's who was number one on my big Best board. player in baseball. We talked a lot about him the, in the long ball derby draft, um, and he's hitting very well again right now, just on fire. He's, he's the man. Mike Trout uh, is anchoring my outfield to give me some pop at the plate, and he's going to have a great year like he always does. No, no brainer. I picked, I picked Pete Alonso to hit me some home runs in that long ball derby. But you know what? Trout's going to do it all. So I'm going with Mike Trout, number two. Uh, I can't even disagree with that. I mean, again, he was the guy that was hoping you would kind of just like, I don't know how you could overlook Mike Trout in his 431 <laughs> batting average, uh, 538 on base. For like Mike Trout's just smacking the ball like in an unreal way that it's just like becoming unfair at this point. But yet, what is the Angels record, Greg, just to get back in on that point for the another week? The Angels are currently sitting in the AL West. Uh, at 500, they're 11 and 11. It's okay. It's early. They're only three games out of first. Well, this is my point always that no matter how good Mike Trout is, the Angels are still a mediocre team. It's there. It's the first month of the season, man. Greg, this is the first month of year what eight of Mike Trout. They're always mediocre. They've been to the playoffs one time. The Angels are a mediocre franchise that we don't care about because no one cares about Anaheim. They're better than but the they- entire NL East right now. The Angels are 11 and 11. Are we going by record? If the NL East was playing the AL West, this wouldn't even be in in the equation. This is not even a question. Are you trying to tell me the Angels are better than the Mets, Nationals, Phillies, and Braves? According to your argument, they are. When my argument says, what is that? No, get out of here. Get out of here. The 11 and 11 Angels would be in first place in the NL East right now. The Phillies are in first with the Braves tied 11 and 12. That's 
It's nonsensical. What you're saying, you're speaking gibberish, and I'm not even going to entertain it with that. You're saying the Angels are a terrible team based on the fact that they've played 22 games. So I can also thereby say that they're a great team if they're in the NL East. Greg, you know, I, I know you know deep down that the Angels are a mediocre team and you're just going to die on that hill, which I'm cool with. But, like, let it be known. I, and the stats back it up. This is your – is this year 10 of Mike Trout? I really don't know how many years Mike Trout has been He's been around for at least 10 years. I think he has. 2011, I think, he joined. Regardless, yeah. that's one playoff appearance, and he's been the best base player in baseball for at least eight of those years. And – they can't make the playoffs, which means the Angels are a second-rate organization. They're a second-rate team. Uh, I could go on some issues they have off the field wow. as well I that mean, we could go into, the, but, hey, it's no big deal. We'll see in October. Irony. We'll see in October. I would get more <clears throat> mad if I felt like I would actually have a chance of the Angels being in October. I, I know I, I'm going to get proven right. The, the irony of a lifelong Mets fan who this year has been supporting the Athletic Angels or the, the A's saying that the Angels are a second organization. I mean, the irony of that is just on too many I'm, different levels. I'm I mean, sorry. The Mets, the I'm sorry. Mets are the... Is, this, is the man who... The fan of the worst team in the American League talking? I can't... I can't hear you over the sound of all those losses. But, oh, but no, no one ever says that the Yankees are a second-rate organization. They might have a horrible record and some bad players, but right now, but hey, man. no one ever <laughs> says that the Yankees are a second-rate organization. They're really not or the worst team put, anymore either. So again, or you're wrong, don't put out. You can die on this hill if you want. Who, Tom, took, who took the title of worst team in the AL from them? Uh, the Twins and the Tigers both have 15 losses. You know, there you go. Hang your hat on that one, Yankee fans. <laughs> we will, we will. But that's the thing. I, the Twins aren't a bad team either, but they're eight and fifteen right now. Who cares? They're going to go to the playoffs probably. Like, like none of this matters. The it's Twins, April. the Twins like, have a very direct problem. It's their bullpen and the rest of the, and most of their lineup is not hitting, and they got messed up with COVID. It's a very direct problem for the Twins. The Yankees. I what is? Can we name one problem? Because it's the rotation, it's the lineup, it's the bullpen, it's everything. They've won well, six the, out of the last ten. Problem. They're turning it around. They yeah, they've three won two four in Cleveland. Around. You know, okay. they they, uh, they won again tonight. They shut out the Orioles. Like, you know, listen, wins are wins. You play, you have your schedule. Like, let's get, let's the, build them back. The up. Yankee, the Yankees' problem has been the Yankees' problem for the past, I don't know, ten years. I mean, since before, since they won the championship, even that year they had some issues, but they came through in the clutch a couple yeah, times. They don't show up to the problem is whatever. They, like, no, they don't show up when it matters. The Yankees can hit balls a thousand feet, but when there's a guy at third base with no outs, the Yankees are going to strike out the side or somehow hit into a double play with nobody else on, on the on the bases. Like they'll get a double play on the first batter of the the half inning. Like it's just ridiculous. So anyway, that so anyway that's why I'm taking my trout number two. Um. <laughs> Wow, okay. Greg can't t- I, to be I picked the Yankees to go to the World Series. I just think that that is a pick that I made that's going to be incorrect. Unlike Matt Chapman for twenty twenty one AL MVP. Which will so you're picking him at number three, right? right? <laughs> of course. No. No. Uh I'm not. Sorry, exactly. Matt. I'm not picking you here. Exactly. Because the, the obvious choice the here The proof is in the pudding. If if, he, if he's your guy. If you're the fan Tell club leader. <laughs> Tell me how. No, I'm not going like, to give it to this. You All right, I'm not going <laughs> to give it to this. At number three, I think the obvious choice here is Ronald Acuna Jr. The man's on fire. He's hitting 355. He's got eight homers. 
I mean, I think his slugging percentage is 776. He, he's just hitting balls. He hit one oppo uh, about a week or two ago that I don't even know how someone has the power to hit oppo, like hit it that far. Like, it's absurd. I think I, I was actually watching, I think it was the baseball barbecue guys. I think they were tweeting about it of like, Guys in baseball who have enough power to go oppo into McCovey Cove if they played there, if, if like Acuna was on the Giants, did he have enough? Pa- would he have enough power to go oppo into McCovey Cove? And at first I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. No one could do that. And then I'm like, honestly, he might be able to because the man is absurd. And what he does is absurd. I think uh, he was my pick for NL MVP. Uh, Josh, I know it has him on his long ball derby team, and I'm sure is appreciating what's happening from that. I, I just Eight don't know. Runs, you, you just don't get better than Ronald Acuna right now. I think he is the cream of the crop at this point. That's a great pick, Tommy. There's there's nothing we can even say about that. That's a great pick. He is probably one of the best players in baseball right now, especially for hitters outside of Mike Trout. Who would you take, Greg? Uh, the Braves or the Angels? Honestly, the Angels. I would. Oh my God. We'll see how the season goes, man. But I think the oh, Angels are going to be better. You all see. Even. I can't even with that. Do you have any thoughts on my Ronald Acuna pick, Greg? No brainer. I mean, like, how can you skip him? He's he's mashing. Uh, he's one of the best players in baseball. He's carried over his good play from the shortened year. And again, we don't want to take too much stock in last season, but at the same time, certain people are proving that last year was not a fluke. So he's one of them. You know, he's he's riding that hot streak forward. You know, so now I got my next pick. And this is like, I'm, ha- I'm at this decision of do I take a pick that's going to ruffle some feathers or do I take a safer pick here? And you know what? I think I'm going to bring up someone we talked about a couple weeks ago and a lot of slander was thrown his way, but he's just doing everything you can on a baseball field right now. So uh, I say, Greg, I hope you enjoy this one because with my second pick here, I'm picking Byron Buxton. And Byron Buxton is off to an amazing start, let me add, even with the COVID derailing his season so far. He's hitting 390, has a 429 on base percentage, has seven home runs, homered again today. I think he might have homered twice today. 13 ribeyes, stolen base. Byron Buxton's clobbering the ball. He's plus defense in the outfield. He's mo- there's more steals are coming. He's a legitimate. Is he a 40-40 threat? I have no idea. He might be. He's not many players are that good that he could be, but I think I have two guys. If there were two players that are going to go for 30-30 this year or 40-40, I think I have both of them in Ronald Acuna and Byron Buxton, and I am going to sleep soundly knowing that they're on this team. Oh, you, you had such a good pick with Acuna. Me, all, me and Josh, kumbaya, we said, <laughs> we can't go after him for that. It's a great pick. And then you look at every other major leaguer out there and you go yeah i'm, I'm gonna take byron buxton's good two weeks before he breaks his leg or something like he always matt does. chapman come on take this where's, matt chapman? where's your boy offense matt chapman wow a i can't it's about guys who are off a to a hot in the start face. this Terrible. this draft is guys who are off to a hot start and sadly matt chapman's mvp campaign has not begun yet it has started off slow because it's a marathon <laughs> and not a sprint <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, I, well, it's a marathon, exactly. not a sprint. But you're judging all these guys off of uh, one season, well, uh, one month well, of the season. Which one is, is it, the, man? Hold on one second. That sec. is the hold core on of this draft right now. <laughs> what is the biggest thing? What is the biggest thing about a marathon? What's the hardest thing about a marathon? You got to run from mile one to mile one twenty six point two, and from step one to however many steps it takes, you got to stay healthy. Byron Buxton, I don't know about that. I don't know if he could take all those steps and end up 
walking across the finish line at 26.2 miles. I've bought as much Byron Buxton stock as you can buy, and I'm going to hold on to that tight. And when he is uh, at the end of the year, when we're talking about Mike Byron Buxton as one of the best players in baseball, I just can't wait to get back on this podcast and see what everyone here has wow. to say. So, so one year, one good year makes you the best player in baseball. He was already wow. when he was getting called up. He was viewed <laughs> he was as already. a he was when he was called up. He was the best best prospect in baseball, and he was viewed as a five tools player. It, it, wow. it isn't even a question. The Byron Bucks and the skill has always been there. The injuries are a fair criticism, but he's he's not hurt yet. So I'm going to buy in. Whatever. So so, so if Greg. O- Greg Oden comes back tomorrow and has a great season. He's the best player in the NBA. Okay. okay. <laughs> exactly. One, exactly. Greg I think Oden we can move has on to the next pick. Over we can move on to the next pick. Two, uh, this think- is the second time you've <laughs> compared Greg Oden and Byron Buxton. And on behalf of Byron Buxton, I have to fight that. It is, the man has <laughs> okay, gotten okay. hurt a few Smush times. Parker. Um, <laughs> who else do you want to add in there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm not. You know what? The listeners, the people listening right now know the truth about Byron Buxton, Christian and I will hold my hand on that. I mean, we can throw him out, you know. Did you say Christian Leitner? No, is it Christian Leitner? No. Who's a Duke player? Yeah, it's Christian Leitner. Okay, I was right. See, I was thinking of... No, uh, I, I, was, I was legitimately asking if you were comparing Byron Buxton <laughs> to Christian Leitner. And again, I'm offended. But we're going to move on. The next pick is Greg. Greg, who do you have? All right, so I was thinking of this, and uh, actually got my assistant over here handing me a piece of paper. Uh, we have breaking news live on the podcast. Uh, the pick has been traded. The fifth pick in this draft has been traded to Josh. Josh is what? coming up here at the fifth pick to make his move. He wants to get ahead of the game. Josh, what's your pick? Wait, what, the, what was the trade? What was the trade? Thank you was very it, much. Uh, I'm moving back to the, the sixth trade? pick, um, and Josh is also paying me $500 cash. Uh, for the fifth How did this just wait, hold wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work out, we'll work out the, the money side of it. Don't worry about no, it. Josh, no, no, what's no, your no, pick? No, what's no, your no. pick? No, 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 no. We need to work this out before I make this pick, before I'm down in the hole. No, Josh, I'm sorry. I have to agree with Greg here. The trade has been finalized. Uh, as commissioner of this draft, Josh, you must... The, the clock is running. You have 20 seconds to make your pick. <laughs> so, so you're telling me I got screwed over twice from Greg now, apparently? <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you that you now have 15 back. seconds to make this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, man. Whew. You know, I'm worried about my pockets right now if, I'm, if I'll be able to feed my kids. In seven seconds, week, the, draft board, no. the draft room will be open, and Greg can now make a pick whenever he wants. <laughs> I think who I want to go with is the guy who everyone's been doubting, but he has truly shown that he is a workhorse. I think I want to go with my European car, Yermin Mercedes, as my next pick. All right, are we going to insult my pick and then we're cool with Josh picking Yermin Mercedes? No, I'll let him talk first before we get mad at him. Go ahead. I mean, he has 32 hits in the season so far, hitting 432. That's not going to continue, obviously. But, hey, he's got 32 hits, four home runs, 15 RBIs. Strikeout rate's not that horrible right now. I mean, on base percentage at 475, slugging is 662 with an OPS of 1137. 
I think your man Mercedes is going to be driving us home all the way to a victory. You just said that wasn't going to continue, yet you're picking him as a hot player. I don't know, Josh. I don't know why you moved up to five for that one. All no the fans hit 400. You traded up for your man Mercedes. I think you could have had your man Mercedes the last pick of the trade. He's not on my draft board. This is like when the Bears traded up for Mitch Trubisky to leapfrog for one draft pick. <laughs> At number yeah. three to number two, when they could have easily just waited to get Mishibisky at number three, like I, I, I don't know. I, I have to agree that. with Greg. I had here. to take him off the draft board. You know, he was he was too good to be true. Or he is exactly to be true. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, Josh. <laughs> thank you for that explanation. Thank you. We, we, you were correct. He is too good to be true. I don't even understand. I don't know where to begin. I think I could probably get some audio of like three episodes ago where we did the. Where we kind of were talking about guys who were off to fast starts, and Josh said how he did all agreed with us when we said that Urban Mercedes will not last. Sure, he's lasted longer than I thought he has, but to, to exactly what Greg just said, to trade up to pick five, to pick Urban Mercedes, uh, it's it should be illegal. It's what that should be. Well, I mean, that's the guy who picked Bar- Byron Buxton. Four. You so you have insulted like me because of Byron Buxton's injury issues. You have insulted me over Byron Buxton's injury issues, and then you come out here. You said uh, Greg Oden was Byron Buxton. You're coming out here with like <laughs> I don't even know the comparison point. I give me like the tenth man on any roster. I got the Wizards on right now. If you want to want me to get a uh, Raul Nato up in here because that's the equivalent of German Mercedes, <laughs> I think we could do that. Wow. Raul, Raul Nato wow. had a great start to the season, so maybe he could get jo- we could, I could trade up for him when we do our random NBA podcast. Oh, man. Well, follow, how do I follow that up? Now, see, Mike Gamble paid off. I said, let me move back in the draft. I think Josh will take a reach here. He seemed like he was eager to jump to number five. Uh, so I am going to take this back right back to offense. Got to go with my boy Mookie Betts. I want to sure up my outfield, right? Uh, Mookie Betts is a great all-around player. Uh, he's had a lot of hits this year so far, uh, a lot of multi-hit games. He's on the Bates pass. He's scoring a lot of runs all around. He's just a solid, solid player. I like his prospects for the year. I think but, he's great. What do you guys think? So here's the question here. The whole point is guys were off to a hot start, and if I'm not incorrect, Mookie Betts is hitting 240. Well, listen. That does not sound like a hot... Starts to me. So Greg he, traded back. And he was hurt. He and is. Was hurt. What is happening here? Two he, bad picks in a he row. He was hurt, and uh, that's not his fault. Three, actually. He's hit, he's oh, three sixty on base percentage. You know, and he is playing a lot. He's got a. He's getting a lot of hits. He's driving in a lot of runs. Like, uh, I don't know. Mookie Betts is doing well, and I think he's going to continue to do well. I'm buying him hard. The, you know, it's the antithesis of this entire draft. Mookie Betts is off to a normal start at best, not a hot start. I don't even know when I this. All this is going to do is when I put this poll up, it is just going to, you know, what you brought muck into this draft room because it is just going to confuse the <laughs> point of this draft. That's what this did. This muddied the waters. That's what I would call your team. Sometimes today. you got to bet on a guy. You know what? We're, we're muddying this the waters, <laughs> but I'm trying to get a better team out here. A better team. This is not what the point of the draft was. It was guys who were off to a hot start. This is it. And you pick someone who is objectively not off to a hot start. I don't even know. We're moving on. Josh is the next pick. Josh in at number seven. 
Josh, you want to trade Ooh, up for uh, Nathan Eovaldi? <laughs> I, I think he was he was teasing me a little bit. I think I might have to. You know, I do like Nathan. Um, <clears throat> but I think for this pick, I think I'm going to go back on the eastern seaboard a little bit and get my guy, Vladdy Jr. Damn. I think Vladdy has been looking great. I mean, he hit... Huge home runs the other night. He had what three home runs the other night, or three just home two? runs last night. Um, he had three home runs last night. His bat looks great. He looks healthier. He's hitting really well. He's not at the top of the leaderboard, but he's got you know twenty seven hits, seven home runs, and nineteen RBIs. I mean, for a month into the season, that's a pretty good stat line for a lot of guys. Like Byron Buxton, you know, in his, pre- his previous seasons, that's his entire season. So, um, you know, you I'm, I'm really liking this German pick. Mercedes. You picked German <laughs> Mercedes, and you are coming at my Byron Buxton pick. You picked German it's just Mercedes. So easy. It's so easy to come at you. We're insulting. It, if German Mercedes was even in the pros, we could insult his injury woes. We can't because he wasn't even here. Byron Buxton has been up. German Mercedes just came up. <laughs> exactly. Look at what he's doing. You know, I'm done with that. <laughs> it's amazing. Done I can't wait this. for my next pick. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. Greg, number eight is off to a slow start. <laughs> my my number eight pick is right in line with the number of home runs this first baseman has. It's Reese Hoskins. Uh, he is tied for the league, at least the last time I checked, tied for the lead league in home runs with eight. Uh, he's mashing for the Phillies, who, again, I don't believe in as a whole, but I believe in Reese Hoskins. He's going to get a lot of home runs this year. I'm kind of pissed that I didn't pick him in that uh, long ball derby draft, looking back on it. Uh, But he's smashing. He has two multi-home run games already. Uh, Within the last week, he had two. Uh, So he's going nuts. Um, And he's going to bring a little more power to my team. I have Trout and Hoskins hitting dingers. On my offense, with Mookie Betts catching Mookie, every ball in the yeah. outfield, I don't stealing even know second. How, this is absurd. <laughs> I don't even know how to address the Mookie Betts situation because the whole point, again, Mookie Betts is not off to a hot start. So I'm trying to critique it because I'm like, yes, Mookie Betts is a great player, but Mookie Betts is not off to a hot start. So it's just I don't even know how that was allowed, but it's fine. You know why it's Hoskins? hot? It's hot because... He is owned in 100% of fantasy leagues. That's a hot stat right there. He is trending so up, is up, up, So is everyone. So is anyone who, like, most of Major League Baseball is owned in the majority of leagues. <laughs> I can't. The, 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 this draft, it's anarchy. <laughs> Regardless, it's Reese beautiful. Hoskins, he is hitting the, he's just mashing right now. His batting average is low, but that's kind of what you expect from Reese Hoskins. I will... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept this as a hot start pick. Uh, I don't hate it, but I think there were better players on the board. But it's it's par for the course with Greg. It's a similar to Greg's fantasy team. It's fine, but it doesn't excite me. Wow, I mean, you gonna take that, Greg? I mean, that was that was a knife in the back. I'm going for more of a well-rounded team than 
Byron Buxton's injury history. You know, I'll, I'll take Mike Trout. See, it's and not Hoskins over rules. Byron Buxton. Because you broke the rules. I'm going to the team because you broke the rules of the draft. <laughs> There's no rules of the draft. We didn't say we could, we could trade draft picks either, but you know what I it's did? It's called we changed the, the game. Buy or sell draft. It is about players who are off to hot starts, and you pick someone who is hitting 240. I, I just, I, he's, Mookie Betts is not off to a hot start. I, I can't get over it. The question is of Reese Hoskins. He's fine, but again, underwhelming. Any thoughts on Reese, Josh? He's a nice player. I, I have nothing else. I mean, he's a good player. He's <laughs> Thank you for that in-depth solid. analysis, Josh. He's <laughs> <laughs> good. He's, he is very good. I'm just waiting for Tommy to pick Matt Chapman, finally, who he says Number is nine, the Number nine, Tommy. Who's it going to be? Can't wait to hear it. You know, number nine. So now I'm looking at this. So I might, I might play strategy here. So Who's Josh picked Sano? two. Like, uh, I just <laughs> picked him up in fantasy, but no. Uh, so Josh has two hitters and a pitcher. Greg has three hitters. So Greg can only pick pitchers. So this might. I got a. Sna- I got the loop here. So Greg can't even pick hitters anymore. I might be. You know what? Ooh, I could do. Well, I'm going to start here with. Uh, I'm going to start with pick number one is going to be Corbin Burns. Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee, Corbin, because that's who I'm picking here. Uh, Corbin Burns off to an amazing start, 1.5 ERA, 59 strikeouts, 545 whip. He started the year with 49 strikeouts and zero walks. He didn't have a great start the other night against Miami, but uh, I'm willing to look past that when you start the season with 49 strikeouts and zero walks. I mean, I don't really know what more there is to say about Corbin Burns than that. because and the man's been dominating, and he's the only person, at least to this point of the season, who I would consider in contention for the NL Cy Young other, outside of Jacob DeGrom. I know you guys are just struck by that. The silence after that was uh, you guys are just <laughs> struck by how Did good of a pick that was. In. No, that's not who I expected you to go with, and I'm happy. Um, but I'll keep that to myself for now. But he's a nice player. He's got a lot of strikeouts, as you said. His <clears throat> strikeouts per nine is right up there with DeGrom. You know, percentage points off. Um, he's a nice player. Good starting pitcher. He could have waited. Honestly, I think Tom could have waited till 10. Could have waited till 15, actually. But uh, good pick. You know, can't argue with it. You know, you know why I didn't wait? I did this on purpose because I know Josh is the pick after this, right? Am I correct? Did I get the draft order right? Well, no, actually, I am. Me. Okay, so it's Greg is after that. I know when Josh said he didn't pick who I thought he was going to pick, and that made me happy. It's because Josh wants the guy I'm going to pick now, and that's Garrett Cole. And uh, Garrett Cole, I don't need oh, to go into. No. <laughs> that's not who well, I wanted to pick. If, if nobody could pick up on the sarcasm in my voice, um, Does that's that know who you were not going? who I was going to get. No, that's not who I was going to really? get. Really? Honestly, that went into 50% of my, my – my, that was literally my thought. I thought Josh definitely wanted Ouch. to go with Garrett Cole there. Well, for, regardless. Hey, Speaking of hot and cold players, this is a pretty cold I know. Pick. I will take Garrett Cole here because it's a 1.71 ERA, 726 whip, 50 strikeouts. The man's dealing. He's the only one on the Yankees who seems to know how to pitch. I mean, I think we're still waiting on Debbie Garcia season. So um, That I'll agree with. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm good with it. I still think Garrett Cole is going to be this year's AL Cy Young. I'm happy with that pick. I have no qualms with this. Every I've watched Garrett Cole start so far this season. Uh, it's a, when I do put on the Yankees, it's because he's pitching, and I think that says 
what it is. I think that should speak for itself. Garrett Cole's the one of the best pitchers in baseball, and I'm happy with him getting him here. I think that is a smart pick. He's amazing. Um, he's one of the few Yankees so far that we've ever had that you know you give him money and he comes out here and he and he performs like he's a great pitcher. Finally, we don't have someone blowing up a terrible contract like Aaron Hicks. All right, so wait, just to be clear. Just to be clear, you weren't good with the Kiyagawa signing? <laughs> hey, I so remember just, it like it was just yesterday. Just clear where, on that. Uh, Jeff Carstens, a young Jeff Carstens, was on the mound against the Red Sox on a hot July afternoon. Um, <laughs> and he broke his leg on the first pitch because Dustin Pedroia lined it off his right leg. Um, and who else to come in to save the day but Kiyagawa with his stupid sunglasses on the pitching <laughs> mound. And he walks out there and throws seven scoreless innings and one hit baseball, I'm pretty sure. Uh, to the surprise of literally everyone ever. Uh, and he never replicated that performance or came close ever again. He was out of league. I, I think we just got it. Uh, but I, how much did the Yankees? How much did the Yankees pay? Kay I'm going to find the actual number because it was insane. I'm going to get right now. They twenty six million dollar posting fee and in five years twenty million dollar contract. So it was a total of forty six million dollars. Absolutely nothing. Damn. Still not as bad as that Aaron Hicks' contract. Still not as bad. That was 2006, and many. I'm looking at, like when you Google Kagawa, the second thing that comes up is contract, and then it's worst contracts ever given, and he is right there. They have him behind. Uh, he's number five of worst contracts ever given in Yankee wow. history. What's the top five? This list is stupid, though. It's Nick Johnson, which was like, what'd you give him? One year, five point yeah, five million. I, yeah, mean, I don't think he even played, but still. <laughs> He put, he hit 167 before hurting. I mean, 24 games. It's five and a half million. Please, dumb. Two was Roger Clemens at 45 when you paid him 18.7 million, and he went six and six with 4.18. Okay, yeah. that was an old Roger. Okay, fair. A Rod. Uh, <laughs> I guess this is contract number two for A Rod, where he like played a year that got suspended twice the and then like had to run him out. This of is after the opt out year when they made a weird contract yeah. offer. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah, ten years, two seventy five, and then yeah, we all know what happened with A Rod. R I P. Uh, what were they calling the A Rod J Lo couple? Was that J Rod or A Lo? Um, a no, a something I don't care about. Oh, got him. Well, apparently, Greg. Well, then I guess. Well, then I guess Greg wasn't uh, aware that J Lo and A Rod were spotted at uh, going out to dinner last night. Somebody so reasoned it. Oh, maybe A Lo's back there's on. There's hope in the Bronx. <laughs> I do not actually. I saw it well, on Twitter. One of my girlfriend's friends, I think, liked it, and then it showed up on my feed. A likely story. I was my girlfriend's know, friend right? who liked it. That was me. <laughs> that was that was A Rod's. That was me. That was A Rod. I'm J Lo's only fans. Um, <laughs> but I mean, A Rod is looking better. He did post a photo today of him looking real ripped, looking real tight. So, was it him with the vaccine huh? shot? Why did he even do? Where he, he's flexing his tricep to show off his vaccine shot? I saw that picture and I was like, that is everything I hate about <laughs> Alex Rodriguez right there. That photo is everything you know, I, I, I hate gotta about say. Him. I've, I gained a lot of respect for A Rod when he talks about his his like his money you know how he deals with his money and how he thinks about it i gained a lot of respect for him when he described things like that he said he sold a rolex and he bought in his first year playing um for the seattle mariners he sold a watch and bought an apartment building now if that doesn't scream i'm crazy rich i don't know what does but to me, that was an impressive move to yeah. say he had enough foresight to think, all right, I'm going to buy something that's going to last and I'm going to get some 
rental income from it. So from that point on, I liked A-Rod as the person. I, you know what? A-Rod's the only steroid-era player who I dislike, and it's purely because he just is like... I just think it's everything he did afterwards where he went up there and like said it was like a, a, a smear campaign on him. And I'm like, A-Rod, you did it. Like, just do what Bonds is doing, which is like, I'm just not going to talk. So you just like mm-hmm. Barry, even though he uh, didn't he lie in front of the court? Oh, I love Barry. Barry's a Hall of Famer. Himself? Hey, guess what? A-Rod's a, Hall, A-Rod's a Hall of Famer, too. I just don't like how A-Rod goes about defending his steroid usage. He pretends it didn't happen. He pretends he didn't do it. He pretends he was like the one that he was, oh, he was, it was actually just a mix-up. No, it wasn't, A-Rod. You've been taking steroids forever. You got caught twice. Like, let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. Anyway, tell me how you really feel. Here we are at number 11. Greg here coming in with the number 11 pick. Um, I can go multiple ways on this one. Uh, But I am constrained by one fact, and that is I can only take pitchers from here on out. Because I've rounded out my offense. See, this is a tough one. Uh, Because I can go with, uh, again, someone that I think is very strong and off to, I think, a good start. Or someone against the grain. But I think I'm going to go... With my gut here, and I'm going to go with uh, Shane Bieber on the mound. Um, Respect for right. This is the first pick you've made tonight that I've been like, right, well, uh, never mind, Trout, I was going to say, but that's fine. I, I like Bieber. I, I think that he, I mean, he has he's 57 good. strikeouts already, .94 whip. Uh, he's just pumping out quality stars. I don't think he hasn't had one all season. Um, and he had that. he had that really good... Uh, complete game shutout against the White Sox a few weeks ago. Um, all of his games, except for one, he had at least 10 strikeouts in them. He's consistent. Um, he's going to give the Indians a lot of good games on the mound. Um, I'm in on him. He's doing great. Like, And that, 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 yeah. that pitching matchup the other day against the Yankees and Garrett Cole, that was a good one to watch too. Even when, even yeah. when he, get, he took the loss, he looked great. So. I got to go with Bieber up there. I couldn't agree more. Shane Bieber is one of the most under. Uh, it's weird to call him underrated because I think everybody knows Shane Bieber is one of the best players in baseball mm-hmm. and one of the best pitchers in baseball. But I think because he's in Cleveland, uh, similar to what happened with Lindor those first couple of years, we're under. We're not like valuing him. We're not talking about him as much as we're talking about like Garrett Cole or Jacob Degrom, or um, I mean I think Corbin Burns is suffering from the same effect. But regardless. Yeah, there's nothing more to be said about Shane Bieber. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's dominant. He's consistent. He's been doing it now. We're on year three of this, uh, year four of this. I, it, no, it's year three. Uh, regardless, Shane Bieber, uh, it's a great pick. He was actually who I was thinking about picking, but then I got real petty and thought Josh won Garrett Cole, and I went Garrett Cole. But I'm good with it. Love you, Garrett. Gotcha. I just want to clarify one thing. So on our rating systems as we go along the, the season, how we – um, rating our players and whatnot. Like, is it just going to be a straight stat? Oh, we're not. This is just going to okay. be a vote. I think we should just leave it up to it's the fans. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. it's just a vote. It's not really going to be like the long ball derby where we're tracking this. I think this was just going to be a fun way to talk about who we thought was off to a hot start. And uh, Greg broke those rules early, but hey, we, we battle on. <laughs> I just wanted to see. It, it's my pick now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We had Josh pick. for 12 and 13. Because I just wanted Back to see. Back. I mean, I was going to game the system. So what I was going to do, and I might still do it, because he checks off two boxes, and he is... Yeah, we know, we know who you're picking, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and that is who I thought you were going to go with, Tommy. I thought with your second pick, I, I did thought you were going to go, go with, with 
Mr. Babe Ruth himself, the modern Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. And that is my next pick. I did want to go there. checks off two boxes and checks off two boxes at an elite or uh, yeah, I'll say a very good level. I won't go elite yet. Pitching is very good. His hitting obviously is, is very good as well. Um, I just like that pick. I think he is, he is the difference maker on an angels team that has been suffering over the past couple of years to your point, Tommy, but they've never had a player like Shohei in addition to um, Mike Trout. So hopefully that will, I'm sorry. Anthony Rendon would like a word. Yeah, I mean, he's Ouch. nice. He's nice, but he, he's not a superstar, for sure. We can all agree. Ouch. Ouch. Anthony Rendon. Anthony Rendon, just because he's hurt for fired. a couple of weeks doesn't even forget about him. He's one of the best third basemen in baseball. He's a hitter. That make it a hit. World Series hero, Anthony Rendon, a couple years ago. Yeah, How Anthony fast Rendon. is he falling? I'm, I'm here for justice for Anthony Rendon. Get him out of oh Anaheim. Hashtag free Rendon. <laughs> All right, Josh. We, noted. <laughs> noted that Josh just went for Anthony Rendon. I thought I didn't like the Angels, and Josh just went oh, for Anthony Rendon. I don't, I don't love this Otani pick either. I don't, I don't love this Otani pick either, to be honest with you. Like, you could have gone a lot different directions here. Otani's nice. He's dual threat. He hasn't pitched that much, honestly. Um, and his last outing, he didn't do so good. Uh, he got the win, but he gave up four runs. Um, and he's not going deep into games. So that takes it. And he already has a blister on his finger. Yeah. Ringo Starr out he's there. Hurt. He's going to do this again. Yeah. Uh, he's hitting a lot of home runs lately. I'll give him that. You know, if you view him as a hitter, maybe I can get on board with the pick. But I don't know if we want to go for the two-for-one here because – uh, his pitching is, it's it's fine, um, but he, you know. So Josh, this brings up the interesting question of, is this a pitcher or a hit? Are you drafting Shohei Otani as a pitcher or a hitter? Because we'll value him as just an overall player, but for the parameters of the draft, determining like to keep you under the limits of three pit, three hitters, two pitchers, you got to pick one or the other. So you picking him as a pitcher? You picking him as a hitter? Hitter. And the, okay, you you seem like you're not. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> seem like you question. sold yourself. <laughs> okay. He's a hitter, everybody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, you heard him. He's. I think. I don't think you're certain, which makes me kind of question this pick overall. And then, well, I don't like it. We're going. Well, what are you gonna do next, Josh? Here, here you are at 13 as well. You have the turn. I will. What are you gonna do for your last? How are you filling out your roster? This is your last pick. I'll. Yeah. So you can only get one pitcher left, correct, Josh. Correct. I will be picking up. <clears throat> Mr. Glasnow as my last pick. You know, it's my favorite thing when Josh makes picks like this because this happened during the last draft. You don't say the guy's first name. So, like, Tyler Glasnow is obvious, but I'm waiting for the day you come up with, like, Mr. Smith. <laughs> and then it's like, who well, did he pick? Well, I'm not I don't know. He just goes right into the description. He's like, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Number <Yeah>. one, <laughs> Mr. Glasnow. I, I think that's my next pick. Um, that's why I see a little bit of value in right now on the pitching board. And that's what I'm going with. I, I like it. Uh, I like Tyler Glass now a lot. Uh, I think, I mean, three pitch pitcher, but he is so dominant with those three pitches that up until that last start in New York. And even then he pitched well until the end there. Um, his ERA only is at two, two Oh five now, seven fifty whip, 46 strikeouts. Tyler Glass now I think is a superstar on the waiting. Uh, I'm a big fan. He was on my draft board. Um, 
I was hoping. I was, uh, he was definitely, if the draft fell a certain way, someone I was going to consider. I'm a big fan of Tyler Glass now. He's also a great podcast host for the Rose Rotation with Chris Rose. Uh, really enjoy listening to him. He's a funny guy. So I like to pick all of strikeouts last two games, 46 to 9 uh, strikeout to walk ratio on the season. Um, no, I like it. Tyler Glass, Tyler Glass has a good, solid pick to round that rotation for you, Jaws. With DeGrom and Glass now, 1 2. Mm. That, mm. The, that's why yeah, I had no, to go I'm, with. That's why I shifted over Shohei to be a hitter. You know, I didn't love who else was on the deck in terms of hitting, so I decided to go go towards a great pitcher in Glass now, who has fire in his arm. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, well, you leave me. You leave me here uh, at number fourteen, um, and here at number fourteen, um, we're gonna go with. A great starting pitcher in the league um, since I have run out of hitters. Um, and I'm going with Aaron Nola. Um, he's one of my favorites in okay. baseball. Wait, actually. hold on. Uh, he's breaking the rules again because Aaron Nola is not off to a hot start. <laughs> no, I'm rescinding the pick. You are wow. not allowed to pick off Aaron hold Nola. On. He's hold not off to finish. a hot start. Aaron Nola has a mediocre start at best. Tell him, Greg. Tell him. 32 to 4 strikeout to walk ratio. He's a 284 okay. 0.98 whip, and he has pumped out quality starts this year. He's shut down the Mets a couple of times, um, and the bullpen has is won games. Right. He had his nine inning, two hit shutout against St. Louis, 10 strikeouts. He's doing great so far this year. I think Aaron Nola is awesome, and he's done, he's done this every year, proving it time and time again. This year is no different. Aaron Nola is off to a good start. He's keeping runners it's off a good, the base. Thank you, Greg. Greg, the argument just fell apart with Greg right there. He's off to a good start, not a great start. I did not think I'd be debating the parameters of hot starts so much on this podcast. Greg has broken. Greg has muddied the waters of this draft <laughs> to a point where he's just. I know what he's doing. He's looking at it where if you vote on this on Instagram, you're gonna look and you're be like, "Oh, this guy's got Mookie Betts, Aaron Nola." He's gonna look at it at face value. You're not. It's gonna muddy the water. And he's gonna win the win the voting because because of that it's it is hey, ridiculous. I see you. I just want you to know, and anyone who's listening knows what is happening here. This is a ridiculous what is happening. How? Those are all facts that I just laid out for you. They're good. It's a good start. It's a good yeah. start. It's not a great start. Trevor Bauer to, is off to a hotter start. One could argue. Uh, Josh Hader. Off to a great start. I wanted to throw him in there. Another hot start. Those are guys who are hot to start. Aaron Nola's fine. He's doing well. He's doing what I hope he would. He's not doing poorly. He's doing well. He's not a hot start. Mookie Betts is hitting 240 with two home runs. That is not a hot start. Then neither player is off to a hot start. <laughs> Greg has broken the game. Oh, man. I, I, All right, well, it... If I've broken the game, then you're about to shatter it. Who's your number? Who are you ending this draft on? I don't Who's know. It? Should I just pick Babe Ruth? Because then at face value, everyone's going to like it. And then I'm going to win the win this. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I should. Do what you got to do, bro. Right, so I have. I, I might have to. I might have to. Who knows? You know. Um, Matt Chapman coming in. Adhering to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a tough one. Because I do. There are some players I want to pick. There's one guy who. I want to give a special shout-out to Alex Verdugo. I can't pick you here as much as I'd like to, but you were clobbering the ball, and I see you, and I want you to know that. Um, but I think 
with one pick left, the number number one guy I have, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Bryce Harper. 329 batting average, two stolen bases, six home runs, 452 on base percentage, 632 slugging percentage. Bryce is off to a hot start and a hot start again. I will repeat that. He's off to a hot start and Bryce Harper is clobbering the ball. Right now, he is the core of that Phillies lineup. I love everything he's doing this season. I'm one of the few Met fans that actually likes Bryce Harper. He's, uh, I, I'm very happy I got him here at the last pick of the draft. He's solid. Um, he is having a year that everyone thought he would have, finally. Like, he was hyped up in the preseason. People thought this was his year to come back. He was going to start playing well, like, to his level again. Um, and so far, he's proven it. Like, he's all around. He's getting hits. He's hitting home runs. He's doing everything over there. Um, he's great. Yeah. Harper's looking good. No, that's a respectable pick. He was on my board. If I, if I could get another hitter after Otani, that was probably going to be one of my next guys. But um, he's a great player, and he's off to a good start finally. And finally, hopefully, we get the Harper that was promised back when he came up in the league. So that's what we're looking for. Well, um, just to review the teams, we got Josh with Jacob DeGrom, Yerman yep. Mercedes. She's like, which one of these doesn't belong? <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Shohei Otani, and Tyler Glass. Now, you tell me which one doesn't belong. Then we got myself with uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Byron Buxton, Corbin Burns, Garrett Cole, Bryce Harper, someone who really understands the rules, and then someone who really doesn't. <laughs> and you got Craig with Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and his 240 batting average, Reese Hoskins, and his 250 batting average, Shane Bieber, Aaron Nola, and his meh start. So, uh, meh. Greg, meh. The ace of the staff, an already complete game, shout out to his name, is doing meh. Okay. 32, I, I'm pretty sure 32 I'm strikeouts to four well, This is meh. like, I'm, I'm, the, the point, uh, I've said this about 15 times with the podcast. That is not a hot start. He is not off to a hot start. No one would argue that Aaron Nola is hot to start the season. You can argue he's off to a good start, which I would say you are correct. Him and especially Mookie Betts are not off to hot starts, and I will fight that. At least I hate Josh's Yerman Mercedes pick. I hate it. But I can at least be like, all right, yeah, no, Yerman Mercedes is off to a hot start. I'm good exactly. with that. Exactly. I'm okay. good with that. And I think the court, he understood the rules. I think the court can rest that – Yerman Mercedes yeah. <laughs> is off to the hottest start. So given, start. given the draft that we were doing here as the hot starts of the 2021 MLB season, who wouldn't pick Yerman Mercedes? I mean, I think we need to peel this back it's a little really bit. It's really not a question of that. If you, had thrown him out, if you had thrown him out in the last round, I'd be like, all right, that's fun. It's the fact that you traded up to get him, which concerns <laughs> because me. I see the value in, in your mean. You know, I see the value in, in Mercedes, and I think that value, <laughs> as soon as you drive it off the lot, you know, some cars, they go half value. Your min, through the entire season, he's going to keep his value. And I'm going to say it here. I'm going to quote it. Quote me. Put it in all the newspapers and all the blogs. He's going to hit 400 for the season. Quote it here. Yermin Mercedes, 400, 400 batting average for the season. He's at 432 you right now. The, you open your discussion on this pick saying 
this isn't going to work. <laughs> and now you're saying, <laughs> book it. He's hitting 400. Hold up. You don't have to go Give back. me a break. You're all calling me out for some questionable picks, which I have reasons behind. Uh, and now we're saying, oh, uh, this is going to last. He's not going to keep hitting 430, but he's going to hit 400. Uh, that's thir- that's, 30, that's, that's 32 points. That's 32 batting average points. He could keep it above that. I, I see your mean... Really taking it to the house. And he would literally, he would literally have to be hitting at an unimaginable rate. The 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 rest of the year. There's no <laughs> way. You're, there's three catchers over there for that team. He's not gonna. That's he's gonna not gonna be that many at bats. Yeah, I mean, hey, it might work out. He just squeak right bat. He squeak right into the minimum batting, you know, at bats, and then he has a better chance of hitting a, a better average. I mean, it's just math. Josh paid. Josh paid for an S class, and he's gonna get a C class with the Urban Mercedes. <laughs> that's what happened there. That's what wow. happened here. You, that's what you traded up to get an S class, and you're gonna get a C class. That's that's wow. what happened here. At least I'll get some rims on it, though, right? And some style points. <laughs> I mean, I hope for your sake that you do. Um, but I guess on that note, I think we've, that is the end of the draft. Unless Greg wants to cheat some more. Uh, I don't know if you want to, if you want to maybe, if I wanted a bonus pick, honestly, I would go with Danzy no. Swanson. Okay. <laughs> oh, Greg wanted a bonus pick, you'd go with, you yeah, want a hot player. He went over five tonight. I also want to know how Greg just came in here with anarchy. Like what for starters, for starters, you're not. There was nowhere was there agreement of draft pick trading in this draft <laughs> that he just flipped picks in the middle. I just see Greg looking. There's a draft pick trade. One. There's a. There's no. There's no rule against it. So there's, I just there thought, isn't. You know, I, I, it would be a good idea to uh, give Josh the. He he wanted to jump up so badly, and look what he did with it. He wait. I gambled and it paid off. He picked Aaron Mercedes. <laughs> I got the hottest outfielder in baseball, Mookie Betts. So <laughs> and you just ignored the game. So I think that's all. I think that's all I have to say on that. That Greg just thank you, Greg, for not adhering to the rules at all. <laughs> that is all for this week on a random MLB podcast. Thank you for Rob and Rachel McAdams for joining us. John Hamm will be here next week. We will see you then. Adios, amigos. You're mean. Don't let me down. Mm-hmm.